And with that hammy call, it is time for another episode of the Swing and a Tribe podcast, part of the Press Play Podcast Network. I am your host, Mike Voorhees, and alongside me, as always, the best color man in the business, Brent Spillin. What is going on, B Spills? Wow, that is such a compliment and not even true, Mike, but I really appreciate it because you're my boy and you're always pumping me up. Hey, you know, when I'm feeling down, you're my confidence booster. I when I need to that. pick me up, you're my guy. But so I appreciate that. But man, hey, I'm doing well. It's hot out. It's sunny. It's summer's yes. here, man. I mean, technically, what? I think June 20th is technically summer, but you know what yeah. I mean? It's coming. The heat is here, man. Full time. Humidity. Yeah. But I am doing well. Indians are playing okay. They're playing okay. <laughs> Before we get into that, Mike, how are you doing? Dude, I'm fantastic. Uh, just celebrated a birthday on Tuesday. I'm now right. My, Happy birthday in, again, my man. Thank you, sir. I'm in my last, the last year of my thirties. So it's, it's been good. We went out to dinner. I received lots of calls and texts and cards and emails. And I, the love I, I is fantastic. Let's just, let's here's to 39 being the best year ever. That's all right. That's where we're going. Okay. Hey, what'd you eat anywhere good? Like or just wasabi, like, baby. Oh, that's a good spat. That's that a is my favorite dinner spot. Shout out to wasabi. If you don't know that restaurant, it's the Japanese hibachi style, which yes, man, sir. that place is good. I have leftovers, and that's actually what I'm having for dinner tonight. Okay. Can't some of that yum yum sauce. Actually, I go for the teriyaki sauce. What? I do the double teriyaki sauce. Are you serious? You don't do any of the yum yum? I like the yum yum sauce. Dude. So I use, so since they only give me the two little containers, I put teriyaki in that and Ruthie was sitting next to me. So they filled hers with yum yum sauce. So I had four sauce, man. I had, I had plenty. We were good. Yeah. I don't get, I, I could double up on the yum yum, man. Mm, mm, mm. Do you know what that yum yum sauce reminds me of? It's I don't even a, know. It's raising cane sauce oh, without the spices. That's all it is. Uh, yeah, it's ketchup. It's man. The guy last night was telling us everything in yum yum sauce. He was telling us all the ingredients. And he says it's like Chick-fil-A sauce and raising cane sauce without the spices to huh. make it taste the way it does. I like it a lot better than raising cane sauce, to be honest. Raising cane sauce is amazing. Well, it's pretty actually hold on. Raising cane is pretty good, actually. But uh, Chick-fil-A sauce is good. I mean, all the yeah. sauce is good. I also love cheese sauces. You like cheese sauces with some food? Absolutely. Fries? Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Chick-fil-A with the, with the sauce. That white yeah. sauce, you know, that white cheese. I like that. If you don't know, you can go to Chick-fil-A and you can get a side of cheese sauce. Yep, it it's on the menu. game changer with those fries. You, be- you better get it. You better get it. Oh, good stuff, Mike. Well, I'm glad you had a great birthday. Yes, thanks, brother. You don't look a year older if that makes well, you really I better. That. I appreciate that. I do. Cool. Well, <sighs> I bet you feel like you're getting older sometimes watching the Indians play some of these games lately. You know, I, I, I learned I'm trying my best not to take every game as it's the last game of the World Series. They Good. have looked. You're, the Indians. You're, you're learning. I am. The Indians you're, gave you're me, wisdom. They gave me a, a birthday win out in St. Louis. 
uh, on Tuesday night. Unfortunately, they lost last night, but that's okay. Um, they've, there's times where the Indians have looked amazing. And then there's times where we look like we're nothing more than a triple-A baseball team. And where do you start? The pitching, lack of offense, uh, injuries. I mean, you could pick something. But yet, they're still five games above 500 at 32 and 27. We're out of the wild card race as of now. But there's only 400 more games. (laughs) There's still still, uh, two-thirds of the season left. So... We got time, man. We got time. We got time. I'm not, I know we, we got guys that are going to be coming back from injury soon and they cannot get back here fast enough. Yeah. Speaking of injuries, I forgot about Zach Plesak. Have you heard anything on him? So he has not, I know Mandy Bell, uh, Mandy Bell released something. Where did it go? Let me look it up real quick. And she was, uh, let's see. Or if he has to have like special so, training on how to take your clothes off. Maybe he Not might really. have to have go through a zoom training or something. But <laughs> Frank Kona, Frank Kona was asked on June 8th. Um, and he stated that police act will begin throwing in the next couple of days. His throwing program isn't expected to be aggressive as the team wants to see how police act can tolerate it with that right thumb. So hopefully they don't have an expected return date. Well, at least it's the next couple of days rather than a couple of weeks to start his throwing program. Do you know who else I forgot was on the injured list? Who? Jordan Luplo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Didn't he hurt his ankle? Yeah, left ankle. He went under underwent an MRI on May 28th. Um, He's resuming some baseball activities and he has started running. uh, But the team has yet to determine an exact timetable for his return. And let's be honest, that outfield right now, I think, is pretty set. So Jordan Luplo is just going to be on the bench anyway, truth be told. Harold Ramirez is playing extremely well. Yeah, he is, man. He's hitting. I can't believe that. That was awesome. I mean, Eddie Rosario starting to get hot. Uh huh. And then your boy, Bradley Zimmer, <laughs> up with the Indians. And, I mean, he's looked good. Yeah. He made an incredible diving catch the other night, had a single two RBIs against the Cardinals. like. Maybe, maybe he's figured it out if he can stay healthy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. He's a hit a little better. I mean, we'll see, but yeah. We'll I mean, there, speak, but speaking of injuries news. and stuff, like think about, or sorry, what are you going to say? I said big news. What? Bobby Bradley has arrived yes. in Cleveland. The assassin is here and he's looked really good. He has in the few games. Sad note, though, Jake Bowers designated for assignment and the Indians have traded Jake Bowers to the Seattle Mariners. That was today, wasn't it? That was today. He actually Bowers was in Cleveland. He drove to Detroit to join the Mariners for their afternoon game against the Tigers. He started was batting seventh and playing first base. For the Mariners, hey, I wish Jake Bowers the best of luck. At one point, he was a, a very high-touted prospect. He just hasn't seemed to to be able to find it. And maybe a change of scenery will do him good. I don't know. But he's not getting a change of scenery because Seattle's playing Cleveland in Cleveland tomorrow on I'll the 11th of June. I can't wait. I will boo oh, Jake right. Bowers. That's right. You're going. 
I will boo Jake Bowers. I promise. So no. Yes, I will boo him. Boo him. I will boo him. That's ridiculous. But he had an op. He had the opportunity of a lifetime with the Indians. It's just some guys just can't make it, man. They just no, the prospects. That's why they're prospects, right? But then again, that's, I'm not going to boo him. You know me. I'm I know. A, I'm I a know. casual fan. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go in and scream and yell and holler and all that fun stuff. So you are a casual fan or not? At times, I'm a casual fan. That seems re- like what? when I go and sit in the stadium. Oh, I was like, you're not a casual. Like when fan. I sit like in the die fan, hard. Like when I'm in the stadium, though. I like okay. to just enjoy the the surroundings and take in the game. I like to experience it all. All right. Well, since yeah. uh, as mentioned here about injuries here a little a few yeah. minutes ago, Fraud Mill obviously is still out. We know Plesac's yep. out. Roberto's out. Luplo's out. But this yeah. team is still competing and battling. I mean, what we have two starting pitchers. Yeah, that's. I mean, that have that have been consistent. Shane Bieber and Aaron Savali, that's it. I mean, the Indians have have struggled to find other pitching. We've had bullpen games to try to survive. I, you know, we as we, you and I know that the Indians have been used to having all sorts of pitching, all sorts of they could call a guy up and they would come in and do really well. And I mean, you look at guys like Ryan Merritt back in 2016 came out of nowhere and he was pitching in, uh, you know, in a playoff game. You've got Plesak, you've got Tristan McKenzie, who I'm still high on. He just yeah. can't seem to figure it out. I mean, he has, he's still, I mean, he hardly, what, played in the minors. Then he, right. he missed a whole year of AAA last year, came straight from AA. Well, he pitched for us last Sorry, year. Sorry, last year. I meant, yeah, I meant COVID year, though. There was no minor right. leagues. He came up, but year before that, he was in AA. Right. Now I, and I, I think there's some things he needs to work on. Obviously, walks he walks way too many guys. He's got to get his control. And the last two starts he's made, he hasn't looked bad at all. He's actually looked pretty good. So maybe he's figured it out. I don't know. Oh, yeah. How about uh, that uh, back on May 31st? I think it was the first or the second game of the doubleheader against the White Sox. Yeah. When he started. He set a franchise record with eight consecutive strikeouts. I can't believe that he set that record. I assumed somebody else had like Feller had like 10 or 12 or somebody had an unbelievable amount. But no, he he looked really good in that game. Do you know who had the record prior? No. Corey Kluber. Cy Kluber. Back in 2014, he had seven in a row. It was also against the White Sox. It was also against the White Sox. There you go. You need a record. Go after the White Sox, who are still in first place in our division, and we're four games out. Anyway, only four. Only four. It's a long season, man. We still got, we got a lot to go. All right. Remember last time we talked, Mike? Yeah. And I was trying to stay positive about who we're playing and all this stuff. So since we last recorded, it's been a little bit. We haven't really been able to get together and do this, but they've been they are they were seven they've went excuse me they've went seven and seven since we last recorded okay which i feel like at times we're playing to our level of competition too like we just can't win in baltimore so during that stretch we shouldn't have lost two out of three we don't seem to be able to beat teams that are under 500 well those teams seem to play us extremely yeah i just it doesn't make sense it reminds me of those like 
the Cavs years or some of the Browns, like <laughs> even the Browns would lose, they would play well against the good teams, but then they would just lose at the end, but they couldn't, and they couldn't beat the bad teams. Right. I don't, I, don't I, I would agree. I think this, we're used to having a competitive team every year. And, and I'm not saying that this year is any different. This year just looks different with the injuries and just we're missing some guys. We're missing pitching. We're missing like the injury to Roberto Perez is huge. That guy's, an amazing catcher behind the plate. He calls an amazing game and makes the pitching staff that much better. And he's on the 60 day injured list. And hopefully he'll be back in early to mid July. Hopefully we need him. It is weird. It's funny. Remember last year in Baltimore, we lost two games back to back 13 to nothing. I remember. Yeah. We gave up 18 runs and a loss. What on June 6th? It was a Sunday. Sunday. Yep. I was waiting for the Indians to trot out a position player. That's what I was waiting for. Oh, it's crazy. This was something uh, from Zach Meisel that he tweeted when after that game. He said the last time the Indians allowed 17-plus runs in a game was July 3rd, 2016 against Toronto. And the last time they allowed 20, oh, that's right, 20-plus 20 hits. That's right. They gave up like 21 or something. It was 2014 in September against Detroit. I'm like, wow. And the last time... The Indians allowed 17 or more runs and 20 or more hits in the game. Yeah. April 19th, 2006 against who do you think? The Yankees. Baltimore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> stab and throw. But let's be honest here. I don't want, I don't want to throw shade at Baltimore. They are a young team and they are gelling. They are playing well. They started the season extremely hot. Then they sputtered off and kind of faltered. Now they're in, I think they're in last place in their division. Yeah, I mean they're twenty-two and thirty-nine, so they're still. So let's be, but let's be honest. I mean, that's not terrible. Like no, that be much worse. That young but... guy Ryan Mountcastle, he seems to be yep. pretty good. Ryan Mountcastle's good. Trey Mancini. Yeah, um, he's an older player, but just shout out to him. He beat cancer, and he's he's come back to that's play. Right. He's playing that's extremely right. well. They've got a very young pitching staff, like. I get it, man. The, the We know who the beasts of the East are, man. That's the Yankees, Toronto, and Boston of all teams. Like Boston and Tampa Bay have come out of the gates ready to go this year. And the Yankees right. are looking like they're extremely old and they can't figure it out. It's all right. Hey, man, the Indians At are still in this. the Yankees. No, they're still in this, man. And, and like I said, they've been set. They were seven and seven which I'm fine staying around 500 right now with all the injuries and the pitching and they just been up and down. So like I talked about last time, they have a lot of games against subpar teams. So yeah. through the end of June, there's 19 more games. Yep. You know how many are against teams under 500? A lot, which scares me. Yes. Out of the 19, how many do you think? Uh, 12. 17. Woo-hoo. They have a two-game series with the Cubs. It's the only Ooh, team over 500. Game. I want those games. We need to beat the Cubs. So I'm saying we are playing Seattle coming up starting tomorrow night, June 11th. And then Baltimore, four games set at home. Pittsburgh, Chicago, four against Minnesota, and three against Detroit. Hey, you know what? If we can win 12 games. Now, July is going to be hard. I'm going to be honest with you. 13. Yeah, July schedule is tough. July, we got Houston. There's not many games under 500. Houston, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Oakland, Houston, Tampa Bay, Seattle, uh, St. Louis again, and we finished the month in Chicago to play the White Sox. So yeah. right. if we can, I mean, if we could just 
win a few more than we lose. Mm-hmm. I mean, just win the series. That's it. I mean, that could put us. I mean, yeah, win we could series. We could be close to 10 games over 500 by the time July comes. That gives you a little and bit of breathing be, room. It'll be fun because in the next couple of weeks, I want to talk about whether you think the Indians will be buyers or sellers at the trade deadline. Okay. We've got a, we've got a big interview coming up. We got a couple coming up. We do. We've got in the next. Well, we don't. I don't want to put a time limit or a time, but we were supposed to have one here. It just didn't work out. Nope. Uh, this okay. week, but in the next, I would say, handful of weeks, we got a couple coming. We got Brian Shaw, not the Indians reliever Brian Shaw, for those wondering, but meteorologist Brian Shaw, who happens to be an amazing uh, individual, huge Indians fan. He wants to talk to us, give us his insight. Tell us yeah, I just thinks. want to pick his brain. I just want to listen to him talk about it. Like he probably yeah, knows way he, more than we he do. Knows what he's doing, man. <laughs> he does. He does he, know his stuff. Know, he's he's excited. I mean, the Indians are in it, guys. We are in a very strong division. We're not. The the, the Central has never been, uh, uh, you know, where you're going to see three 100 win teams. That just doesn't happen very much. So if the Indians can win the series, if they can take two out of three three out of four, two out of four, you know, mm-hmm. and if we can stay around 500 and then our, and then we get Fran mill back and Roberto Perez back. Yep. Jordan Luplo back. Please gets back. We finally get our pitching in order. This team could be very dangerous. Yep. A question for you, Mike. Sure. Do you think the team can still be dangerous if our pitchers are not allowed to use four substances in their gloves anymore, this is a big, this is a big thing. Like, but here's, here's my take on it. I think this has been happening for a long time. Oh yeah. I think that, that foreign substances with pitchers um, let's, let's be realistic here. The, the pitching of the last probably two, three years has been absolutely incredible. I don't want to accuse any pitchers of using a foreign substance, but I'm saying it happens. I'm sure there's some out there that don't, but I'm sure the majority does. Did you hear Garrett Cole's interview the other day? That Somebody guy asked him if he's using anything. Just just go Google it and listen to his response. Yeah, it's, he just it's kind of silly. He couldn't, he couldn't answer it. No, because he knows he is. Yeah. And he doesn't want to admit it. He's one of the best pitchers in the game. Now, if a report comes out, Brent, that Shane Bieber uses something, what, what is that going to do for you, for your opinion of him? I don't know, man. I mean, the Indians have already taken some heat with James Karachak. Go back and watch that video. Chicago White Sox radio announcers yeah. are saying that he keeps touching the same spot in his glove. And upon video, you could see it looks like there's something there. I, it's not clear. I just don't know why he'd use it. If he's putting a dark substance on a red glove, that doesn't make much sense. But I don't know. I think this is something that is very it's happening very everywhere. Known. It's 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 that hush hush. More people know and they just don't want to say anything. Yeah. I mean, if a pitcher is a really good pitcher and then they get busted or it comes out, they were using some kind of substance and then they still keep dominating. Like, I don't think I'm going to think anything different. Well, what you know? happened to James Karen Oh, he's he was pitching they so him well out about having that stuff on his glove. I could have mentally got him too. And then you know, very next start. He got rocked a couple, a couple bad games. He's going to have that. Know, but Let's pitchers just see can't, how right. Pitchers can't be perfect every game. I get it. I'm just saying I'm playing devil's advocate for a minute. I just find it odd that they call him out and then he has a very bad 
appearance. Well, think about it. If somebody called me out and I was using that, and then like mentally knowing people I'll are watching honest. me, thinking about it, and then I did, then I don't use it. Then I'd be all probably screwed up mentally. It'd be hard for me to focus. Even pitch Everybody well. uses that some tune. sort of a performance enhancing drug. I said it. People use caffeine. People use Adderall, nicotine. There are so many different things people can use to give them an advantage. It's life. People drink coffee every day. People drink soda or energy drinks every day. Yeah, but what are you saying? It's okay for major league players? I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying that people use substances every day, whether it's alcohol, whether it's caffeine, whether it's a pine tar to help you throw to get a better spin rate on your curveball. What are you saying? Are you saying that they should allow it? It's been going on for years. Either like it's okay for everybody or it's not okay for everybody. Pitching has been amazing the last few seasons. And I have a feeling that we're going to come to find out that a lot of these pitchers are doing it. Am I a fan of it? And if we find out about it, no, like, yeah, I like offense. I like eight to seven games, 10 to nine games. Like I like games with runs. Well, they got to do, I mean, the MLB is coming down on it because they have to do something because this game is so long. There's like no singles, doubles. I mean, there are, but it's like it's it's all home runs. It's strikeouts. There's low scoring games. Like that's why like the offenses in football are taken off in the passing games because like people don't care about defense. There isn't even that many elite defenses in NFL anymore because remember it's it's all about offense. You remember the commercials where Major League Baseball used to have in the 90s where it was like Tom Glavin, John Smoltz, Greg Maddox, and it was chicks dig the long ball. Oh, that we like offense. When I go to a baseball game, I want offense. Do I, would the occasional no hitter or perfect game be boring? Absolutely not. It would be incredible. But there, how many no hitters have we had this year? Six? Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I mean, there. that's a lot. And we're still in June. We need some excitement. They've got to find ways to make baseball more exciting. Because they're lo- they're losing their fans. People are like, oh, it's 162 games. Well, I'll catch it in July when the All-Star game's on, and then maybe I'll watch a couple games here and there. Yeah. But yeah, I hear you. Just like, the whole, just like the whole steroid thing, you know what I mean? They're back to full capacity in Cleveland. That stadium is supposedly sold out on Saturday, Friday oh, night. Oh, okay. There weren't, there weren't very many tickets left. Okay. I think fans want to come out and support this team. I really do. It'll be hey, interesting. Man. We'll see, man. One more thing. I want to I want to say one more thing, B Spills. Okay. Speaking of the All-Star game, get out and vote. Vote for your favorite Indians players. Get them to Colorado. Let's let's let the world see what we get to see all the time. Get Jose, get Shane Bieber, get um, you know, Cesar Hernandez, Josh Naylor, whomever you want to vote for, go vote. MLB.com forward slash, I think it's all-star game. And you can vote. And you can vote like five times a day. Go vote. All right. What's your boy Savali? Get him in there? If the Indians get more, because I told you before we started recording, if I had to guess who the two, I think the Indians will send two people to, uh, to Colorado, to Denver, and it'll be Shane Bieber, and it'll be Jose Ramirez. Would I like Aaron Savali to go? Absolutely. The man's pitched great this year. 
Okay. Savali and Bieber are a great one-two combo right now because it's what's keeping the Indians afloat. Yeah. So we'll oh, good see, stuff. Man. All I'm, right, I'm get out there and uh, vote for your favorite Cleveland Indians players. Mike, this is another good episode. Good chatting with you. Absolutely. Let's, let's hope the Indians can just, like you said, stay consistent and win a little bit, win these series here. Uh, just looking forward to that. And hey, have fun at your game tomorrow, man. Absolutely, man. I will report to you. I will let you know what I think. Is it How Dollar I Dog think, Night? It, I think it is not, I, but there are uh, fireworks. Okay. Hey, so fireworks are back. Fireworks are back, good, man. Hey, I'm just excited. No mask. I can go watch the game, enjoy myself. Yeah. And let's get a tribe win and, and boo Jake Bowers. Oh, that's terrible. I know. The I last part that it. is. But, uh, well, you know. All right, everybody. We thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Mike, happy birthday again. Thank you. Enjoy sir. your game tomorrow, that. and I will talk to you soon. Absolutely. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. See ya. Who keeps you cheering year after year? Who's got the ballpark? The best is all right here. Who's got the fans with so much Cleveland pride? Who's talking baseball? Talking tribe. We're talking baseball.